Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Matthew. Happy Thursday, faithful listeners. This is Jen here with P40Ministries.com. Can you believe that it's only one week and one day until Christmas? That's insane to me. Hopefully you guys get a nice long weekend. I don't know if some of you work on the 24th or not, but if you don't, you get a super long weekend, four whole days. So that is exciting and awesome, and I hope you have a great Christmas. Today we are in Matthew chapter 9, and we're actually going to finish out this chapter. We're going to be reading verses 27 through 38. I will be reading out of the W.E.B. version this morning, and you can read out of whatever version you prefer if you are reading along. As usual, grab your cup of coffee, and let's start reading. As Jesus passed by from there, two blind men followed him, calling out and saying, Have mercy on a son of David. When he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? And they told him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. Then their eyes were opened. Jesus strictly commanded them, saying, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread abroad his fame into all that land. As they went out, behold, a mute man who was demon-possessed was brought to him. When the demon was cast out, the mute man spoke, and the multitudes marveled, saying, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, By the prince of demons he casts out demons. Jesus went about all the cities and in the villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every sickness among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were harassed and scattered like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest indeed is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray, therefore, that the Lord of the harvest will send out laborers into his harvest. So let's look at verse 27. So Jesus is leaving the house of the girl that he had just raised from the dead. These two blind men start following him. Now you might be asking, how can blind men follow Jesus? Well, it's very likely that either they were following the voices of the crowd or going along with the crowd, or they had somebody to help them. But there's something really significant about what these two blind men are doing other than following Jesus. They are crying out. Have mercy on us, son of David. Now, son of David was a term that the Israelites used to use to mean the Messiah. These two blind men fully believed that Jesus was the Messiah. They probably heard about many of the things that Jesus was doing to heal. And these two men were saying to Jesus, you are the Messiah. Have mercy on us. And then even the have mercy on us is significant because they are not acting like they are entitled for Jesus to heal them, even though Jesus had healed all these other people before these two men. But they're saying, have mercy on us, son of David. I find that really significant. 
Because how often do we get sick or have a loved one who's sick? We almost expect Jesus to heal us because we do these great things for him. But yet these blind men are saying, have mercy on us. It is not Jesus's job to heal these people. He did not come to physically heal people. He came to heal the hearts. He came to die on the cross for the sins of everybody, but not necessarily to heal the physically sick. So these two blind men understand this. They understand that Jesus is not only the Messiah, but that Jesus doesn't have to heal them. Jesus could have said no and still been Jesus. But they're asking, have mercy on a son of David. So they already have this great amount of faith that Jesus is the Messiah and that he might have mercy on them and heal them from their sickness and their illness. And that is how we should be praying when we become sick or ill or somebody we know becomes sick or ill. We should be praying, have mercy on us. If it's your will, please heal us because it is not Jesus's job to heal us. And the third way that this is significant about what these two blind men are doing is they're screaming. They are being so loud in this crowd. They are literally calling out and screaming, have mercy on us. And they are doing their best to follow Jesus. They don't know where Jesus is in the crowd, but they do know that he is in the vicinity, probably because of the voices of the other people. And they are screaming, have mercy on a son of David. And they don't care what the other people are thinking about them. They just want Jesus to heal them. They don't care. They are and loudly asking for healing. So finally, Jesus comes into this house and the blind men find him and they come to him. And Jesus says to them, do you believe that I am able to do this? So Jesus directly asks them to profess their faith publicly. And these men say, yes, we believe. So then Jesus touches their eyes And he says, according to your faith, let it be done. And then these blind men could see. But then Jesus, I find this part really funny in verse 30. It says, Jesus strictly commanded them saying, see that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread abroad his fame in all that land. (laughs) So they directly disobeyed Jesus. And they go and they spread all these crazy things that had happened to them and the miracle that had happened. And they're spreading his fame everywhere. And, you know, Jesus didn't want his fame to be spread abroad like that because, firstly, he was not in it for his own gain. Because everybody, anybody else that was doing these crazy miracles would want to be noticed for them. Jesus was not here for his own fame and recognition. He was here to take away the sins of the world. Secondly, he didn't want people to spread the word about him healing because not only would that hinder his ministry because all these sick people would come to him, but it also wasn't the reason he came, at least not the main reason. Yes, he was going to heal people that was prophesied in scripture, but he was going to heal the hearts of the people and not necessarily just the physical problems that people had. So once again, Jesus leaves that house and this mute man, that means uh, a man that cannot speak, was possessed with a demon and was brought to him. But then when the demon was cast out, this man spoke and these crowds that are around Jesus are just marveling. And they're like, holy cow, we have never seen anything like this in all of Israel. 
But the Pharisees are in the crowd too. There's a lot of Pharisees. And they are saying, because they're super jealous of Jesus's fame, they're saying, no, 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 no. This is not the Messiah. This is the prince of demons. That is how he is able to cast out demons. And I don't remember the other passage in a different book that also talks about this, but Jesus actually answers these Pharisees. And like I've said before, Matthew doesn't give a lot of detail into the um, specifics of some of the stories that he tells. But in another book of the Bible, Jesus actually answers the Pharisees that say this. And he says, you better not blaspheme the Holy Spirit because that is who is inside of me casting out these demons. That is an unforgivable sin, blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And he also says, Satan cannot cast out Satan because a house divided against itself cannot stand. And that is what he answers to those Pharisees, but Matthew does not mention that. But after this, Jesus goes all over the cities and the villages and he's preaching the gospel in these synagogues, which was his main goal. And he sees these multitudes and he was moved with compassion for them. I love that. He was moved with compassion because they were harassed and scattered like sheep without a shepherd, it says. And I love the way the W.E.B. version says that. It says they were harassed. And think about a poor little sheep that is scattered, being harassed. You know, sheep have no defense against themselves. And they are being harassed by Satan. You know, these, these sheep that Jesus likens us to sheep all the time. And so he thinks of us as little sheep that are just harassed by Satan, scattered all over and without a shepherd. And so he is moved with compassion and he's healing the sick and he's teaching them. And he then says to his disciples, You know, the harvest is plentiful. So all these people are ready for the harvest. They are ready to receive Jesus, but there are no laborers to help them get there. And he says to his disciples, pray that the Lord of the harvest will send out laborers into his harvest. And that is the great commission. At the very end, when Jesus tells his disciples before he ascends up into heaven, he tells his disciples, go out and preach the gospel to many creatures. And I think that Jesus is preparing his disciples for that task right now when he asks them to pray that laborers will be sent out into the harvest. Pray for yourself that you will be brave so that you can be sent out into the harvest and be a laborer in order to help these poor sheep accept Jesus Christ. And friends, that is what we are supposed to do as Christians. We are supposed to go out and spread the gospel to every creature. And that is my goal with this podcast. Now, if you want to help me achieve that goal, you can like this podcast from whatever platform you're listening on, or you can rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts, and that will help more people find the podcast. Now, if you didn't read the blog post, I may definitely go and do that at www.p40ministries.com slash the blog. I will put a link to it in the bio of this podcast. And normally I never do a blog during the week, but I really felt that this was something that needed to be said. I was having a very, very heavy heart about this topic and wrote a blog post about it. And I feel like it just needs to be out there. So if you guys haven't read that yet, definitely go and read it and maybe it will help you as well. 
but I want to ask that you guys all have a wonderful rest of your day. Happy listening, and God bless. Thank you.